This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It has been quite a week for Sam Altman and OpenAI. First, he was out, and now he is back in as CEO. And just as that was going on, OpenAI and Microsoft were hit with another lawsuit citing copyright infringement. And another big advertiser has suspended ad buys on X. It's Wednesday, November 22nd, and this is Engadget Today. Sam Altman is returning to OpenAI as CEO after his firing five days ago launched the company into one of the wildest roller coaster rides in tech history. Former President Greg Brockman, who resigned on Friday in protest, will also return, according to The Verge. The original board has been disbanded and replaced by a new temporary three-man board with Brett Taylor serving as chair, Larry Summers, and original board member Adam D'Angelo. The agreement has been struck in principle and must still be approved by all parties. The only job of the initial board will be to vet and appoint a permanent board with up to nine members that will reset OpenAI's governance. The Verge reported that one of those seats will likely go to Altman himself. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella said, We are encouraged by the changes to the OpenAI board. We believe this is a first essential step on a path to more stable, well-informed, and effective governance. Now, the timeline over the last week reads almost like a telenovela, starting with the shocking termination of Altman late last Friday, followed by Brockman announcing he was leaving in protest, OpenAI appointing an interim CEO, Mira Marathi, Microsoft revealing the hiring of Altman to head a new AI division, Marathi out as CEO and replaced by Twitch co-founder Emmett Shear. Monday, nearly the entire OpenAI staff told the board in an open letter that it would resign and join the new Microsoft subsidiary if Altman did not return to the company as CEO. And yesterday, Altman was again negotiating with the board to return as CEO. However, as of late last night, it still looked like Altman would be heading to Microsoft and perhaps taking many of OpenAI's employees with him. Shear's threat to quit reportedly lit a fire under OpenAI's board, which restarted negotiations with Altman in earnest, leading to today's announcement that he'd be coming back after all. And one of the things that Altman is going to have to deal with is a new lawsuit. OpenAI has been hit with another one, accusing it of using other people's intellectual property without permission to train its generative AI technology. Only this time, the lawsuit also names Microsoft as a defendant. The complaint was filed by Julian Sankton on behalf of a group of nonfiction authors who said they were not compensated for the use of their books and academic journals and training the company's large language model. In their lawsuit, the authors state how they spend years conceiving, researching, and writing their creations. 
They accuse OpenAI and Microsoft of refusing to pay authors while building a business valued into the tens of billions of dollars by taking the combined works of humanity without permission. The complaint says the companies pretend copyright laws do not exist and have enjoyed enormous financial gain from their exploitation of copyrighted material. Sancton is the author behind Madhouse at the End of the Earth, the Belgica's journey into the dark Antarctic, which tells the true survival story of an 1897 polar expedition that got stuck in the ocean in the middle of a sunless Antarctic winter. Sancton spent five years and tens of thousands of dollars to research and write the book. As Forbes notes, OpenAI previously said that content generated by ChatGPT does not constitute derivative work and, hence, does not infringe on any copyright. Sancton's lawsuit is merely the latest complaint against the company over its use of copyrighted work to train its technology. Earlier this year, screenwriter and author Michael Chabon sued OpenAI for the same thing, as did George R.R. R. Martin, John Grisham, and Jody Pico. Comedian Sarah Silverman filed a lawsuit against OpenAI and Meta as well. Sancton is now seeking damages and injunctive relief for all the proposed class actions defendants. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Ubisoft is the latest company to join what seems to be a growing list of advertisers pulling their campaigns from Elon Musk's X, formerly known as Twitter, the company has confirmed to PC Gamer and Axios that it has indeed paused its advertising on the website, possibly making it the first video game publisher to do so. While Ubisoft didn't elaborate on its reasoning behind the decision, X's advertisers have been suspending their advertising activities on the social network after Musk supported an anti-Semitic tweet and Media Matters published research showing brands' advertisements next to Nazi content. IBM, Apple, Disney, Paramount, Warner Brothers, Sony, and Comcast have all paused their advertising on X. Lionsgate pulled its ads as well, specifically citing Musk's tweet as the cause. Axios says Ubisoft's Assassin's Creed Nexus VR ad campaign, while still showing up for X users as recently as Monday morning, and it's unclear if it stopped advertising on the social network before or after Linda Yaccarino published a statement calling Media Matters Report misleading and manipulated. Yaccarino issued a call for users and advertisers to stand with X, claiming that not a single authentic user saw IBM's Comcast's or Oracle's ads next to the content in Media Matters article. Shortly after that, X officially filed a lawsuit against Media Matters. In its complaint, X explained that Media Matters had to create the right conditions, which included following accounts that post fringe neo-Nazi and white nationalist content in order to see ads right next to anti-Semitic posts. Media Matters called the lawsuit frivolous and an attempt to bully X's critics into silence in a statement sent to Engadget. The organization also told us 
that it stands behind its reporting and looks forward to winning in court. Thanks for listening. If you have a moment, rate and subscribe wherever you listen. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Steve Dent and Mariella Moon and was produced by Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.